Welcome to The Soft Life with me, Candy Washington, where we explore all things self-love, manifestations, and relationships with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. So be sure to subscribe, share, and join us on Patreon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Soft Life Podcast with me, Candy Washington, and I cannot wait to help you lead a more joyful life. But before we dive into today's episode, which is part two of the art of quiet confidence, I'm giving you five additional ways to really tap into your inner power and learn to trust yourself and have an unshakable confidence. If you missed part one, go back and listen to it after this. And yeah, because I give you five additional tips on that. But before we dive in, as always, if you need additional support on your journey, you can grab our free self-love guide. We have courses down below on manifestation, self-love, lifestyle design. We have our Patreon community. Don't forget to grab some merch. We have our soft life um, merchandise line, which is pretty cool. And then also be sure to subscribe. So with that, let's just go and dive right on in. So part two of the art of quiet confidence. So let's just do a refresher course. So what is quiet confidence? Quiet confidence is an inner knowingness. It's being grounded. It's a stillness and a trust within yourself and of yourself. It's not about being the loudest person in the room, the flashiest person in the room. It's not about being like, no, I got this no matter what. It's not about any of that stuff. It's more just about being rooted and grounded in who you are and knowing that no matter what, no matter what happens, no matter what they do, no matter what they don't do, you have your own back. It's a confidence within yourself. It's a relationship of trust within yourself. It's an energy. It's a vibe. Like, you know, when someone just walks in the room and they're just like, what? They don't have to say a word. They don't have to flash, do this, this, and that. It's just a knowingness. It's just an energy. It's a vibe. That is what that quiet confidence is where you just know who you are, okay? So now let's dive into five ways to tap into that knowingness and tap into that power. So the first way is to slow down. I want you to master the art of slowing down. People who are confident, people who are cool, people who have that inner knowingness and power, they're not in a rush, They're never rushing, but yet they're never late, right? They're never running late. Slow down. Not only slow down when you are getting ready to do something, but slow down just in general. You know, when you're talking to someone, be present. Look them in the eye. Listen to them. Focus on what you're saying. Actively listen. Slow down in the conversation. Don't be darting this, you know, don't dart looking around the room, you know, who do I want to impress other than this person? And, you know, don't interrupt and don't just wait to respond, but like slow down, breathe, be present, you know? Not only does this stillness and this present and this slowing down, not only does it activate your inner confidence, but it relaxes you. And it also lets you take up your the, the space that you take 
in a confident and calm and grounded way. You know, if you're always da, 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 all over the place, always rushing, always running late, it's just not a good look. Energetically, it's not a good vibe. It doesn't seem like that person is confident. Slow down when you're speaking. Imagine when someone's giving a presentation and a person's rushing through it. They lack confidence. You don't believe the person. You're not engaged. But when someone gets on the stage and they are slow, they are intentional. They talk with purpose. They command the room. Slow down in every area of your life. It makes you be less sloppy. It lets you make different, it stops you from making needless mistakes. And it just shows up as a more attractive, confident person. So slow down, master the art of slowing down in every aspect of your life. Okay. So number two is get to know your own needs. Now, we talk about codependency on the podcast and on my channel, but sometimes codependency gets a catch-all. Like if you have needs, somehow you're needy and you're codependent and you're desperate. No, that's not it at all. You're allowed to have needs and wants from yourself and from your partner and from your romantic partner. Get to know your own needs. What is it that you need to feel safe? What is it that you need to feel loved and seen and heard and validated from yourself and from others? And then really learn how to communicate what your needs are in a healthy and effective way. Just because you have needs from other people does not make you codependent. It makes you a human being seeking an interdependent relationship. You know, independent is just you yourself. Codependent is you're getting your needs met in unhealthy ways. Interdependent is you're getting your needs met in healthy ways. I meet your needs, you meet my needs. I have tangible, I have, um, you know, uh, healthy expectations of how we're going to meet each other's needs. Sometimes it's just saying to your partner, you know what, I need a hug right now. You know, I just need to talk to you about my day. I don't need you to make it better or make it right. I just need you to listen. Or I just need a snuggle. I just need a hug, you know, or whatever it is. Or you know what, I just need to spend tonight by myself. I just need to be on my own. Or I just really need you to come over and just sit with me and watch TV. That would make me feel better. That would make me feel safe. That would make me feel whatever. It is okay to have needs. And confident people know that. They own their humanity. They own the fact that they have needs. They have discernment to know who are people that are safe that can help me meet my needs. And then they communicate what their needs are in healthy ways. Unhealthy ways, passive aggressive, people pleasing, um, manipulation. All of those are unhealthy ways to get your needs met. And then you don't even end up getting your needs met because you're using all of these weird tools and tactics and manipulation strategies. When if you could just say, hey, you know what, in this moment, this is what I need. And are you able and willing to give it to me? And if that person says yes, cool. And if that person says no, also cool. Because then you are confident and trusting in yourself that now you know it's okay if this person cannot meet that need. I will either figure out how to meet it myself or I will find someone who can meet it. 
and that is okay. And whether or not this particular person can meet my need or not does not take away from or add to my value. I'm still worthy. I'm still deserving. I'm still enough. I just now know this person is not a safe person to meet my needs, but I'll still be okay. So having needs and wants is being a human being. Communicating those needs and wants and in an effective way is being a healthy human being. So don't think that you are not allowed to have needs. You are. You are. But get to know what your needs are. You know, maybe just if you're feeling some type of way, just get really quiet and just say, what is it that I need in this moment? If I truly loved myself, what would I do in this moment to feel better? If I truly love myself, what is it that I need in this moment to feel safe, to feel loved, to feel whatever, you know? And then let whatever comes up for you be your guide. So get to know what your needs are. Like me, I just, I need a good snuggle sometimes. Like I need my person to just come and kiss me and snuggle with me. And that's okay. (laughs) Number three is, and you know, we love this one, create healthy boundaries. We always talk about boundaries, right? Boundary, boundary, boundaries. Well, what is a boundary? To me, and I forget who said this because I did not coin this and I wish I remembered who did. But to me, a boundary is a space that allows me to love myself and love you at the same time. That's all a boundary is. I'm going to show you love, but I'm not going to do it in a way that disrespects or abandons me or is detrimental to my own well-being. You know, that's why some people say I'm going to love you from afar. Doesn't mean I don't love you, but I'm not going to love you at the expense of me. So create healthy boundaries. People who have quiet confidence are are easy and quick to say, no, thank you. Thank you for asking, but I can't do that. Or hell yes, absolutely. I'm down. I'm definitely into it because boundaries isn't just saying no. Boundaries is just saying no to what is a no for you and saying yes to what is a yes for you. So boundaries isn't some negative thing that people think I'm pushing this person away by creating boundaries with them. That's not the point of a boundary. A boundary is not I'm going to push you away. A boundary is I'm going to create, you know, regulations or standards around how I'm going to love you and how I'm going to love myself at the same time. It's not about I'm getting and unfortunately, sometimes it's a it is that you can't be in my life anymore. But that's not all boundaries are, you know, and also create healthy boundaries with yourself. You know what? I really want to start going to bed at five o'clock or not that at five o'clock. You guys, it's been a long day. Um, I really want to go really want to start going to bed at nine. You know, but yet you keep going to bed at midnight or one o'clock. You're disrespecting your own boundary that you had for yourself, you know, so create healthy boundaries with yourself and with others, because that truly is a a hallmark of a confident person, you know, confident people will create a boundary real quick and truly confident people will enforce it because It's not up to the other person to respect your boundary. It is up to you to enforce 
and reinforce if somebody wants to test it, your boundary. You can't like this person disrespected my boundary. Did you let them? Did you allow them? And if you did, guess what? Okay, cool. You did. Now make the same boundary or a different boundary that's more applicable and now reinforce that. You know, don't think just because you're a human being and you're not perfect that you let someone disrespect your boundary. Now you're no longer allowed to reinstate the boundary. That's not true. You always have the right to reinstate and reinforce any boundary at any time that you want. I don't care if you let somebody disrespect it a million times. They're not going to disrespect it a million and one. So forgive yourself. Shake off any self-criticism. You're a human being. You made a mistake. Whatever. Reinforce the boundary. Reinforce the boundary. Reinforce the boundary. Because confident people know I can make a mistake, but that mistake does not mean that I'm not worthy of respect or love or whatever the case may be. Or reinforcing the boundary. So definitely do that. Okay? Now, number four. Always ask, and this kind of ties into what we talked about earlier, but always ask yourself, what would someone who loves themselves do? Because confident people who have a quiet confidence and inner power and inner knowing, they act in their own self-interest, not in a toxic, selfish way, not in a detrimental to other people way, but in a, I'm going to make my own well-being my first and best priority. That's how I personally live my life. Candy's well-being is my first and best priority at all times. Not to the detriment of others, but sure as hell not to the detriment to myself. Absolutely not. And that's just being a healthy, evolved human being. Okay? So ask yourself, what would someone who loves themselves do in this situation? But the real trick is to honor the guidance that you get. Sometimes it could be go for a hike. Sometimes it could be, you know, cancel this appointment. Sometimes it could be break up with this person. Sometimes it could be tell this person how you feel. Sometimes it could be pitch a client, whatever it is. But if you are in a situation where you feel overwhelmed, you don't know what to do, you kind of have an icky feeling, take five minutes, go to the bathroom, go in your bedroom, go wherever, get still, get quiet and just say, what would someone who truly loves themselves do in this situation? Or one of my favorites, and I got this from the book, um, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. If I truly loved myself, what would I do? Because sometimes it's hard to say, I truly love myself, so I'm going to do this. That can be hard. So do it as a question. Open it up to the possibility. Be curious. Well, you know what? If I truly loved myself, what would my response be? What would I do in this moment? What would bring me the highest joy? And then trust yourself enough to actually honor and act on the guidance that you get. And that guidance, just like the quiet confidence, it's going to be still. It's going to be confident. It's going to be quiet. It's going to be a knowing. It's not going to be anxiety. It's not going to be confusion or chaos. It's not going to be ick. It's going to be that still knowing. Go this way. Do this. Do that. Don't do this. Don't go there. It's going to be that still confidence, that still knowing within you. Okay. 
Number five, might sound cheesy and cliche, but it is what it is. Follow your bliss. Follow your happiness. Confident people, people who are truly confident. Again, we're not talking about the outward flashy blah, blah, blah. They follow what brings them joy. They follow what brings them happiness. And not only do they follow it, but they make it a priority. They make it a priority to be happy. Rarely do you see miserable, confident people. You usually see confident people who are are happy. You know, when you are radiating joy, when you are radiating happiness, that just creates a confident, magnetic person. You don't have to open your mouth. You just show up differently. You know, when you're truly happy, when you're truly in your joy, that brings you an unshakable confidence. So make, like I said before, my life mantra, Candy's well-being is my best and first priority. Make it yours too. What is your best, what is your well-being first, first and best priority? Follow your own happiness. Follow your own bliss. Follow what lights you up. Follow your own joy. It's not being selfish. It's not. It's showing gratitude for the one life that you have been given. I truly believe life is meant to be enjoyed. We're meant to be happy. We're meant to be fulfilled. But the only way you're going to get there is if you start choosing to prioritize your own happiness and your own joy and your own well-being. So there you have it. Those are my five additional ways. This is part two of the art of self-confidence. Check out part one if you missed it. And as always, if you need additional support, we have our free self-love guide. We have our courses down below on manifestation, self-love, lifestyle design. Join our Patreon community, shop the Soft Girl merch line. And don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. So with that, you guys, take care of yourself and each other, and I'll see you next time. Welcome to The Soft Life with me, Candy Washington, where we explore all things self-love, manifestations, and relationships with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. So be sure to subscribe, share, and join us on Patreon.